everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to talk, among other things, preseason week one, Panthers football officially, mostly officially, back. Uh, we're doing some joint practices with the Football, Jets this week. Football is back until football is back again. Right, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> football is sort of back, but uh, yeah, you will see your Panthers on Bryce television. Young? Bryce Young playing in the game. Uh, playing in the New York Jets, probably without Aaron Rodgers, I would imagine. I doubt he's going to play preseason <laughs> no, week he's one. he's not playing. He may not play any preseason games, but... Uh, he will not be out there, probably, but Bryce Young will, and I would imagine a lot of the Panthers starters will. Um, so it's going to be fun to watch. Um, but before we get into that, Jerry, there is a new Panther who has joined uh, the squad. Yes, uh, and I want to apologize to Steven on on the air. I made a made an offhanded comment, just trying to joke around. It was it wasn't meant to be serious, but I do apologize. It's inappropriate. <laughs> That so, podcast has it been was lost. For... It's been lost to history, so no harm, no foul. <laughs> All right, so Justin Houston, welcome, outside linebacker. Yeah. We knew a edge rusher was coming. <clears throat> I mean, it was only a matter of time. There, I couldn't see this team going into the season with only Brian Burns with that much in salary cap room. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. We've been talking about it for months. We expected yeah. this to happen. We knew it was going to happen at some point. It was just a matter of when. Was it going to be when another team cut someone, or were they going to go out and get one of these guys? Justin Houston apparently says that this has been in the works for quite a while, just yeah. kind of waiting He's, on the money to line up. Yeah, he said it's been a couple months, and he was just waiting on the contracts to kind of yeah. line up. I, Joe Person mentioned this to him in his first uh, interview, and... I 100% believe this is part of the reason is he probably didn't want to get in camp, all of camp. I mean, he's a 34-year-old <laughs> yeah. veteran. Yeah. He knows Coach Reich. He knows he knows how to play football. Does He knows how to w- play 3-4 schemes. It's just getting down verbiage. And let's be honest, at 34 <clears throat> years old, man, I keep your body healthy. I get that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's, this guy's a pass rusher. Like, he's a straight-up pass rusher. He's not doing anything fancy. Um, this is a guy with 111 sacks in his career, five interceptions in his career. He's not dropping back a ton. Uh, he is straight going after the passer. Uh, Frank Reich mentioned that uh, he's not going to be like a 60 down a game guy. He's probably going to be out there maybe 40, 50 percent of the snaps, uh, especially at first. So, but I think that's good because we've got you know Marquise Haynes who is good when he has you know. 20 30 percent of the snaps and we've got gross matos who can take up some snaps that's about the best thing i can say about him um so <laughs> he's a decent run stuffer yeah he, he you're right he, he is like on rundowns he would be good to put in there but uh just it's a big upgrade and oh, it is a really yeah. nice signing and it honestly makes me feel way better about of course the defensive line but the defense overall it just yeah. gives me a little bit of peace of mind. Well, you got to think about it, too. Brian Birds is on that opposite side. Justin Houston had a 12% win percentage on his pass rush, or 12% gave a pass rush, or hurries. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Everybody yeah. was dialed into Brian Burns last year, and he still got 11 sacks. Now with Justin Houston here, 
they're going to have to pick their poison when Houston's out there, especially on passing Because you know one of them's coming at you, if not both of them. Yeah. And how are you going to block them? Yeah, and this is, you know, even though he is a little bit older, you know, as you mentioned, he had nine and a half sacks last year. Uh, He had four and a half the year before, but, you know, the four years before that, he had eight or more. So, I mean, this is a guy that has been productive for a long time, and I don't think there's any reason to think that he won't be, you know, a seven to ten sack guy again this year. No, I don't know. I I expect it, to be honest with you, especially in this yeah. defense. Yeah. Um, if the secondary can hold up, you know, mostly in that cornerback room, if they can <clears throat> hold up long enough, this these guys will get home. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned Burns a lot, but Derek Brown's great at getting to the quarterback too. Yeah. He hasn't gotten to him, but the hurries have been there. He's yeah, he can get to the quarterback. He has a hasn't finished much, but he can get there. And that's just disruptive. You know, he's a very disruptive player. He's going to force that quarterback left or right, uh, and left or right is going to be Houston or Burns. So, really really nice signing. Glad that they were able to get it done. You know, and honestly his deal, 1 year 7 million with 6 guaranteed, it's a lot cheaper than Yannick Ngakwe got, and which was the other guy that we were kind of looking at, thinking that yeah. he could be a Panther. So I kind of like this better, honestly. Ngakwe a little younger, I think, but you know this this is still a really good signing. This, this is a nice patch. Yeah. I mean, let's be <clears throat> honest, it is a patch till next season, and yeah. then we're probably going to have to look for another one. But or maybe we draft one. I mean, you know, if you're in a position where you can draft a good edge rusher in the first round because the rest of your team is in good shape well 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 we don't have a first round pick oh, yet <laughs> <laughs> yet but still i i get what you're saying we could draft yeah. one you never know maybe marquise haynes comes out of you know yeah and maybe and they use Jeremy chin kind of in that which we'll discuss on the unofficial depth chart here in a little bit but yeah and I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if Luvu. I mean, we've talked about Luvu being down there, you know, in that position, um, mm-hmm. you know, possible. So I, that certainly, I think, is still going to happen. So that side of the line, it feels pretty good now. So, um, uh, yeah. yeah. Any last thoughts on Justin Houston before we kind of go on? Because go ahead. Uh, okay. Nothing <laughs> else. So real quickly. Have you watched the new Camp Confidential that was uh, yes. released today, Wednesday? Yeah. I love Luvu in it, and I love yeah. Deuce Staley. Oh, man. Von Bell and Deuce Staley going after each other like the whole yeah. time. <laughs> so good. Yes. Hats off to the Panthers media team. Again, yeah. they knock it out of the park with their little off-season videos of Camp they Confidential, yeah. Draft. I mean, the only thing I wish I saw that wasn't on there was Bryce Young's performance because supposedly that was great. I oh, remember Shaq talking about it. Yeah. I expected a cut to it, but they never did. Yeah, that is kind of a bummer. Um, maybe Something it just like wasn't. That, maybe think... it wasn't very good, and they were saving him. <laughs> but even then, I think it's more heartwarming than yeah, yeah, Stipia. But yeah, that's that's one of the off. things that go check it out. Hard Knocks does every year as they show the rookie talent show. Uh, so that would have been cool to see, but you know, we'll just have to we'll just have to uh, make it up in our minds and, and think about how it went. But yeah, uh, I would encourage everyone to go watch that. Um, a guy, unfortunately, that's probably not 
going to be featured heavily in the next Camp Confidential, Demir Bird. Uh, went down with a hamstring injury. Frank Reich. <laughs> Frank Reich during the press conference, he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put a time limit on it. You know, probably six to eight weeks." <laughs> like he, he said, he didn't want to put a time limit on. It. Immediately said six to eight weeks. So uh, unfortunate because it sounds like he had go kind of supplanted um, Shy Smith in that like fourth or fifth receiver spot. Yeah, I mean. Like I said, I, I don't expect him to make the 53 unless they plan on, depending on how the injury is going, but yeah. maybe make the 53, place him on IR, and go sign somebody that you just waived. I mean, six to eight weeks is, what, two to four weeks into the season. So it's it's not terrible, yeah. but, you know... But for uh, a guy that we're not sure was going to make the Yeah, roster. fringe roster yeah. guy. Um, and honestly, is is he that much different than like a Shy Smith? You know, I think he's better than Shy Smith. Don't get me wrong. I would prefer Demir Bird. But if he's hurt, then I wouldn't want to waste a roster spot. Or I'm not sure how the IR works um, when you're looking at roster yeah. spots. If you place them on <clears throat> IR before the 53-man roster, they're on IR all year. That's what happened to Matt uh, Corral okay. last year. Gotcha. But if you make the 53, they can immediately put you back on And then just sign somebody IR. else. Okay. The only other time is some the pup list, and I'm not fully yeah. understanding that one. Well, keep an eye on that because if he doesn't get cut within the next couple of weeks, he's probably going to make the 53, right? I mean, I you would, would imagine. assume so. Yeah, because... Why not go ahead and cut him now and bring some other guys into camp to get a look? So I would I would say if he's still on the roster, you know, even by next week, then I think that's a good sign for him. So, um, but speaking of the you know rankings of wide receivers, the Panthers did put out an unofficial depth chart first of the season. Always fun to look at. Not a ton of surprises here, but a couple. Yeah, I, I messaged you right away when I saw it with the two things that really stood out to me. And I think everybody else kind of agrees that the things that stand out is Jonathan Mingo is one of the three starting wide receivers. Mm-hmm. DJ Shark and Adam Thielen are one and two. And no surprise, no surprise there. there yeah. But Jonathan Mingo, <clears throat> I haven't heard much about him coming in camp besides today honestly today yeah supposedly today he looked amazing um but yeah i mean i've heard that he's been dropping the ball quite a bit in camp um but you know dropping the ball means you're getting open because the ball's getting thrown to you so you know if he can get that cleared up and and you know we've seen receivers young rookie receivers with drop problems before that have turned out to be just fine so hoping that that's the case with him. But, yeah, I mean, that was definitely a surprise. Of course, Marshall um, Marshall, and then LaVisca and Bird were listed as second string. So you would imagine Shai Smith's going to move up into that spot. But, yeah, um, on the offensive side, nothing else really surprising. I mean, you know, Chuba over Blackshear for the RB2, not really a surprise. Uh, Ian Thomas listed as a starting tight end along with Hayden Hurst. Not really a surprise. 
even though it's disappointing. <laughs> I was hoping that Tremble <laughs> or uh, Sullivan might step up. And Sullivan supposedly uh, had a decent camp, but... Yeah, know. I was going to say, I've heard Sullivan has been looking really good. Yeah. But um, Another thing is, Cade Mays got basically benched today hmm. for Justin McCray because he's been having a lot of issues, so... Yeah. Justin McCray, McCray ended up going with the ones today. So that's something that you should keep an eye on for the game because Cade Mays may have lost that right guard temporary spot from Austin Corbett right now. Yeah. Uh, and I've also heard that Zalava, uh, Zavala, who I think was in pads for the first time today, would not be surprising at all to see him move quickly up the depth chart from what I've heard. So keep an eye on that. But uh, yeah, otherwise everything kind of as expected on the offense other than Mingo moving down to defense. Uh, good to see Mark McCall, you know, get that official DT starter. He's looked really good. Yep. He was a guy last year that you and I had talked about pretty early on who flashed and we were really excited about his potential. So good to see that. Um, but really, I guess the only surprise and it's probably not even a surprise is jeremy chin listed as nickel corner um but i don't i mean where else are you putting him i i don't know yeah i i don't know and at this point i really hope he's not a majority nickel corner like he was last year because i felt like that's just not playing him in a position i don't care maybe it's i i hope he's more like a fifth linebacker more than he is I'm thinking that's what it is. Like, they're just putting him there, you know, almost as a placeholder. Like, you know he's going to be a starter, but, you know, <laughs> if you're looking at safeties like Xavier Woods and Von Bell, those are your safeties. Uh, your yeah. linebackers, Luvu, Shaq Thompson, uh, Justin Houston, and uh, Brian Burns. Like, he's not starting over any of those guys. Where do you put him? This is, I think, this feels like his his spot. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that feels like he's going to be moved around as a chess piece a lot. We've heard that a lot with him, chess piece, chess piece. So I have confidence that Evero is going to make use of him. Um, I just hope, I really hope they do because yeah. <clears throat> in comp, con, I can't speak in camp confidential. DJ Shark was talking about how strong he was, like. Mm-hmm. He got blocked by yeah. Chin, or, and he's like, boy, Chin yeah. is strong. Like You're like, yeah, that's he, he's, a, he's a big guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's a weapon. And, you know, I'm just hoping that, that he is used in a much more useful way. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but um, just kind of looking at some of the other spots here i mean really the starters there's no surprises at all camus grueler hill uh listed as the backup linebacker to shaq thompson that's good to see he and uh deon jones deon jones obviously not not a surprise but um hill i mean brandon smith fourth string like brandon smith's in trouble he's him and amari barno yeah, deep trouble. Both, both listed as in fourth string in their their uh, positions. And, and Kobe Jones over Barno. Bumper pool, yeah. I don't know, man. 
I think the I think the Barno Smith combo may be looking Gone. for jobs. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Brandon Smith just needs to find a th- a four three team that he can get with. It just seems like he doesn't fit this scheme at all. Yeah. So Yeah, that could be. Um, yeah, no no real other surprises or even anything to discuss. Uh, the Panthers did sign a kicker, Matthew Wright. Yeah, Eddie Panero is working on a groin injury, but yeah. it's, it's nothing serious, but I'm sure they don't want him out there kicking preseason field goals right. and groin injury. <laughs> right, and I think he's had groin injuries before, um, so definitely want to be careful with him. But yeah, otherwise, you know, pretty chalk, so excited to see these guys play Saturday at 4 p.m. I hate that time. I wish it was either 1 o'clock. And actually, I don't wish it was 1 o'clock. If it's a Saturday, I want it to be a 7 o'clock game. Like, that just feels right for preseason. <laughs> I, I don't know. know maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I, I'm, I have my first uh, soccer <clears throat> practice on Saturday for my under-five soccer team, and oh. I'm very excited about You're, it. Are you coaching? I am coaching. Nice. I had my uh, uh, coaching conference or meeting today, so I'm I'm excited. So I'm excited. Once I get done with that, I'll be able to watch the game and everything. Is your daughter playing in it? Yeah, I'm not gonna go coach an under five <laughs> soccer curious. team that's not with yeah. my kid. <laughs> yeah, we got an email today from the soccer league that my son is gonna be playing in, basically saying that they need coaches. And one of my buddies was like, "Are we doing this?" I was like, "I've never played soccer in my life. Like, I wouldn't. Oh no, I don't want to like, uh, you know." But I know, I know it's not like you don't. You're not out there running plays that the U.S. men's team would run. But I don't want to screw these kids up. You know, don't use their hands. Literally in our coaches' meeting, <laughs> that much I know. <laughs> what they told us is. If you're under five, Coach, the big thing is trying to teach them basically how to kick the ball and not use hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, I think, this the seven and under. So six and seven-year-olds, essentially, will be in this one. So, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're talking about it. So, uh, But back to football. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, American football. Uh, joint practices with the Jets started off today. And... From all intents and purposes, seemed like a pretty good day for the Panthers. Offensively, yeah. especially. Defensively, they shut, shut them down in the red zone, the Panthers um, did. Although it seemed like the Jets were kind of moving the ball up and down the field. I, I read a lot of places here that said that it looks like the Panthers and the Jets' offense looked good. Um, but... In the two-minute drill, the Panthers' defense shut down Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and that they they shut him down in the red zone as well. So they said it would go to the Panthers' way if you know you were scoring it, but yeah. for the most part, it was mostly offense that looked best today. Yeah, I think I saw that Bryce Young was like fourteen of twenty-two with one interception. And that interception, DJ I, Shark. It, well, fault. yeah, it was it well, it was kind of thrown. It wasn't the best thrown ball no. by uh, by Bryce, so probably put it on him, but uh, Shark maybe could have made a better play on it. Either way, um, fun to watch. I mean, it seemed like there was a lot of people out there, a lot of Jets fans, but even more Panthers fans, thank goodness. <laughs> you know, 
I, I read something. It was like 10,000 fans yeah. there today. Yeah. And of course, the Hard Knocks cameras all over the place and national media all over the place. So big deal. You know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't come here a lot. So nice to see. It never comes here in training camp. So cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he had some good things to say about Bryce. Uh, so. he, he's he's in his good mood. He's coming off the offseason. He got yeah. traded out of Green Bay. You know, he came out of his dark <clears throat> cave. So, I mean, he's talking, <laughs> he's all sunshine and roses right now. Yeah, yeah. So. But still, nice that he, he said some nice things about Bryce. Uh, said that the Panthers were in good shape with him and uh, had some good things to say about Campin as well, who he knows from the Green Bay uh, years. So, uh fun fun practice and we've got the game coming up saturday yeah i mean what are you looking forward to coming out of the game like obviously people wins and losses aren't gonna matter in preseason wins are always fun but let's they don't matter first my my most important thing is coming out of the game healthy yes that is number one um remember the year that uh, Detroit went 0-16. They were 4-0 in the preseason. <laughs> One of the weirdest things. I'll never forget that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, health, obviously, number one. But I, I would like to see, you know, Bryce is going to play at least a series or two, it sounds like. You know, I want to see a couple of first downs. I want to see him moving the ball a little bit. I don't have to see two touchdowns on, you know, both series or whatever. But I want to see him get out there and move the ball a little bit. I want to see him you know, negotiate the pocket. I don't want to see major mistakes. I'd like to see some of the timing looking good. Um, defensively, I mean, I don't even know what to expect because I don't know if if Burns is playing. I, I doubt Houston's playing. Um, wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the defensive starters don't play. Yeah. But, you know, as usual, we, we want to see three and outs. We want to see, you know, Good corner play. I think that's going to be important because I'm imagining that C.J. Henderson and Wright are definitely going to play, right? Yeah, uh, I, I would assume C.J. Henderson. Um, yeah, I, I can't. Oh, my brain just died. Sorry. <laughs> C.J. Henderson, Keith Taylor. Taylor, yeah. yeah you know those uh, guys that we didn't replace that we were kind of hoping they would at least bring yeah. in some competition. Yeah, but you've got you know like Rajon Wright is. Fighting for a roster spot. You've got uh, Herb Miller out there. Hey, Stanley Thomas Oliver. Like, these guys are fighting for roster spots, so you're hoping that they look good. Uh, but, you know, like we talked about, Grugler Hill, um, linebacker. Dude, really he, excited to see him. I was going to say, he's probably been the – can you say camp MVP slash, like – because he's – Maybe not be the MVP, but he's the guy who's made the biggest impression that yeah. so far this offseason or this he, training camp. He's he's the guy that you hear about every practice. Mm-hmm. So he he would be like the surprise of camp, I think maybe, because um, he's he, I believe he's an undrafted free agent, right? Uh no, he's been in the league a few years. Though. Has he? Okay. Yeah, but another guy I'm really looking forward to and supposedly going to play a lot is Matt Corral. Mm, Um, I know there's a lot of people out here in Carolina want us to trade him. I want him to become a great quarter or a backup quarterback. That's my hope. Man, I'm so dumb. Yeah, this guy, this Grugler here, he's played 98 games in the NFL. 
Yeah, he's 29 years old. Jeez. All right. I've never heard of him before this year. I'll be completely honest. He was a 10-game starter with Philadelphia in 2018. Maybe I have. how he knows Frank Reich. Yeah, maybe (laughs) I have heard of him. Either way, good to see. But yeah, uh, Matt Corral is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I, you'll you know you'll probably see a quarter of Andy Dalton, maybe less. But I think that's going to be the Corral show for sure. Oh yeah, for the vast majority of the game. Corral is going to be throwing to Shy Smith and uh, Derek Wright and you know people that you've never heard of, people that you, you didn't even know were on the team. So I mean. I would go one or two series prize, one or two season Andy Dalton. I mean, look, Andy Dalton, we know what we got in Andy yeah, Dalton. I'd yeah. prefer him stay healthy, too, just in case. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, treat him. Honestly, treat – I would – yeah, like you said, I would play he and Bryce Young the exact same amount. Don't, yeah. No, no need to go any further. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to see a lot of Spencer Brown. <laughs> going to see a lot of Giovanni Ricci. Uh, Trimble, I hope, is out there a lot. You know, Trimble's made a couple of nice catches in camp. I hope that they get him out there, Stephen Sullivan. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there are things to look forward to and, and things to be excited about watching. But, like Jerry said, if they lose, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? We, we just want our starters to look good, everybody to stay healthy, and that's what that's what we're going to be going for. Yeah, I just don't want them to look actively bad. Like, if they don't, you know, they don't have to look great. I just don't want them to look terrible. Exactly. Because that would put a I damper mean, on things for me. Well, what I heard today, I can't remember who said this, but they were talking about on uh, on WFNZ how, with everything that's going on, Bryce, all for all the interceptions that I've heard about and stuff. Yeah. None of the throws have been. Hey, where was he throwing? I don't get that interception. It's yeah. tip passes. It's oh, the defender made a good play, or hey, he was trying to fit it in too tight of a window. You know, stuff like that is yeah. him learning. Or receiver ran the wrong route. I mean, yes, I've heard that one quite a bit. That like that's the thing with Bryce that I'm noticing about myself when I hear about an interception that he's thrown. My first thought is that receiver must run the wrong route. Because Bryce has not thrown it to the wrong spot, right? I mean, that's sort of what I'm, I'm conditioning myself just to believe that this guy, because everything we've heard of is he's the smartest football player to ever live. He knows the entire playbook front and back. They're running, he's running plays in practice that they have never practiced before. Like yeah. he's calling these plays in practice. Can, um, can I call him Bryce the Brain <clears throat> Young? Sure. You can call him whatever Maybe you want. get a maybe get a cartoon image and like oh because he has yeah. that like <laughs> maybe may make it a brain up mm-hmm. there like yeah. <laughs> and then like uh baker mayfield could be pinky no right <laughs> what are we going to do tonight brain uh all right well any other thoughts on the game or the joint practices or anything else we've talked about no <laughs> yeah I feel like this team, I really, I'm trying to hold back my excitement for this team and yeah. this year because I feel like the past two seasons, I let myself down, get hyped and then got shot down so hard. <clears throat> but 
Man, it's hard not getting excited about this team right now. I feel I really like what this team has done in the offseason. I really like the way this coaching staff has put together. Yeah. Like, I, I, I see what they're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, it's very different. In it, yeah, like you said, we were, we, you, as fans, you're going to talk yourself into getting excited every year, right? Mm-hmm. And last year, especially, like, we were, willing to give Matt Rule that chance and, and get excited about it and say, hey, year three, this is the Matt Rule experience. Is year three, you know, is when everything turns around. It didn't, right? But Same problems kept happening. Yeah, but all of the things that we saw with Matt Rule and all the things that we tried to ignore, you know, the whispers in camp, the weird practice schedules, the signs, the stupid phrases the you know diminishing of keep pounding all that stuff frank Reich is like the complete opposite of all of that he's yeah. doing everything the right way everything you hear everything he says makes sense is smart comes from a place of experience and it's hard not to get excited yeah I, again justin houston said he was coming here for coach coach frank yeah like that that knows how Guys respect him and like him. Yeah. And, you know, Frank Reich was not our first, yours and mine, was not our first choice to be the coach of this team. No. But the further we get into this, it seems like he was the right choice. Yeah. I mean, wins and losses will finally just dictate that. But, I mean. Nothing I've seen from him has made me worried at all. No. The coaching staff. Oh, man. Did I talk about this with you on air or not? But I feel like there's like four or five future head coaches on yeah. this roster. Potentially, Or yeah. on this coaching staff. Yeah. I mean, Evero wouldn't be surprised if he's a head coach next year. I mean, he's... Thomas Brown. Thomas Brown, yeah. Deuce Staley. Deuce like... Staley. The wide receiver coach, <clears throat> supposedly, Jeffers, has... Yeah. Sean Jeff. thank you. Uh, just like, I feel like there's a lot of potential here. Yeah, for guys to climb up too. Yeah, it all it all revolves around winning. That's obvious, but sure. Yeah, but I mean, this is the time. Josh McCown. This yeah, (laughs) Josh McCown very easily could be a coach at some point. But this is the time when we should be excited and we should be talking like this and saying, "Hey, we've got five future head coaches on this staff, and Bryce Young is going to be a you know an All Pro by his second year, and you know." All things go right. We could go deep into the playoffs this year. Like, this is the time when you do that, right? Week one hasn't smacked us in the face yet, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we do have a rough beginning <clears throat> to the schedule. Let's yeah, let's we do, we do. But you could say, you know, trial by fire. They're, they're going to get maybe they get their nose bloodied early, but in the long run, it's going to be good for the team. So, uh, but we're excited. So excited to see the Matt Corral show Saturday, and we'll be back. Um, I don't know, Saturday afternoon or if we go early next week to kind of talk about everything. We'll kind of discuss uh, that. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm free. Oh, I am not free Saturday night. I'm making up our anniversary dinner. So uh, maybe Sunday? <laughs> maybe Sunday. Maybe Sunday. But we will be back to talk about the game and everything else Panthers. So uh, the the days of one podcast every three or four weeks are over. We're back. (laughs) We're back. We're back.
All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow. Oh, sorry, X. Oh, jeez. Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. <laughs> if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. If you leave us a five star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Uh, yeah, we'll be back after the preseason game. Uh, everybody stay safe and healthy out there. And until next time, keep pounding. <laughs>